everyone. Welcome back to Dad's Bedtime Stories. Martin here, the host of the show. Today we're going to do a story that was suggested by Sky, who's six years old, from Calgary, and a Patreon uh, sponsor. So you can head on over to Patreon and become a sponsor yourself if you want to. Sky wrote in asking for a story about a bunny and cat planet, because those are the best animals, and uh, they imagine the planet is pink, white, and black, and the bunny's name is Chunkers, and the cat's name is Kitten. So, we're going to get that story going in just a minute here. If you like the story or the podcast, don't forget to rate and review us. Um, We've been getting lots of great ratings on Apple Podcasts lately, which goes a really long way. And if you have an idea for a show, uh, even if you've already written in on the Google form with an idea that hasn't yet been made, you can actually leave me a voicemail now with your own voice suggesting your own episode. Links to that are below. But for now, it's time to close your eyes, get as comfy as you can in your bed, and imagine yourself doing what the kid in the story does. Imagine yourself waking up in your own room. There's a strange sound coming from your window. What is that, you wonder? Spaceship wakes up as well. I believe we should check out the sound, Spaceship says, flying over towards your window. You go over towards the window, peek your head up, and you look outside. To your amazement, staring straight up at you is a bunny and a cat. You open the window up, and then, instead of hearing the strange bunny and cat noises you were expecting, you hear a voice. Hello. Do you want to hang out with us? The rabbit says. Uh, you can talk? You ask. Of course we can talk. We came here through that portal over there, and we're looking for someone to play with. My name's Chunkers, and this here is my friend Kitten. Hi there, the cat says. Uh, hi. What do you mean you came from the portal? You came from the portal in the shed? You ask. Yeah, Chunkers explains. We found this big metal circle. We pressed some of the buttons and then it lit up a bright blue color. We decided it was probably a good idea to jump in. Come to think of it, that probably wasn't a good idea. But anyway, we got here. There's a portal on your planet? Spaceship, how is there a portal on their planet? I can explain, Spaceship says. I have been putting portals on inhabited worlds that I felt you might want to visit in the future. I believe these two are from the bunny and cat planet. A planet where bunnies and cats live in harmony. Okay. Well, anyway, yeah, I guess we can play. What do you guys want to do? Go check out your planet? That sounds fun. We can show you around. Chunker says. All right, let me get dressed. You get dressed in your clothes for the day. And then you change your spaceship head on outside. Waiting for you right at the doorway are Chunkers the rabbit and Kitten the cat. Hello, Chunkers says. Hey, guys. Why don't we head back to your planet and go explore? I kind of want to see what a planet full of bunnies and cats is like. After all, it is one of the best animal combinations I can think of. Together, you head back over to the shed that you and Spaceship built in front of your home. You open the large door, and inside is a huge metal portal. It looks like Chunkers and Kitten left the portal on. It's still glowing a bright blue color, connecting itself directly to the bunny and cat planet. Together, you jump inside. As soon as you do, you find yourself inside a brightly colored wormhole, floating directly in the center. 
as you float left and right, up and down, through a long, long tunnel, before eventually coming out on the other side. When you do arrive on the other side, you see a pretty crazy colored planet. Instead of being green, the entire thing is almost pink, with little black accents, black rocks, and some of the trees have black leaves, but for the most part, it's, it's pink. You begin walking through the planet, following Chunkers as he hops along, and Kitten as he just kind of walks casually as if he doesn't care about anything that's happening. First, you pass through a beautiful meadow. This is the Meadow of Harmony, Chunkers explains. It symbolizes the unity of our two species. Here, bunnies and cats live and play together, sharing the land and the resources. Uh, cool. The grass in the meadow shimmers with different shades of pink and white under the planet's gentle sun. As you walk on, you pass by a beautiful lake. This is the Crystal Lake, Chunkers explains. The lake is absolutely beautiful. And you see a whole bunch of bunnies and kittens, some of them floating along on a little rowboat, and some standing at the side of the lake, fishing, relaxing, and, you know, doing other lake-related activities. Well, where do you guys live anyways, you ask? Oh, we live in the village of Whiskers and Paws. It's a bit of a walk from here, but I have an idea. There's a bit of a shortcut we can take if we do things just right. Well, I do like shortcuts, you respond. Chunkers leads you along a little path to the top of a little hill. At the top of the hill, there's a stick sticking out of the ground, and on the top of the stick, there's something that looks like a flute. Chunkers goes up to the flute, puts his mouth around it, and begins playing a magical musical tone. The tone seems to shoot through the air, and just hearing it feels kind of relaxing. Before long, you see something in the distance flying towards you. It looks kind of like a carpet, only... What? It, it has a cat head. It's a flying cat carpet? As it gets closer and lands on the ground in front of you, you see that it's just that. A large carpet that seems to be made out of cat fur. Or... Maybe it's not a carpet at all. Maybe it's actually a cat shaped like a carpet. It has a cat head at the front, little paws at the side. And it seems to look at you as you climb aboard. This is our form of transportation here on the cat and bunny planet. Luckily, some of our cats evolved into flying carpets. Okay... As you sit down on the cat carpet thing, you feel the carpet, or the, the fur, I guess, and it feels incredibly soft, smooth like a cat's coat of fur. Once you're all on board, the carpet flies up in the air and begins zooming around the cat and bunny planet. You pass over beautiful pink hills, huge forests of trees with little black leaves until you eventually come to a large village. Now this village is like no other village you've ever seen. It's a mix of little hobbit holes or, you know, bunny burrows or something like that and tree houses. It looks like the cats live in the tree houses with little structures that help them jump up from branch to branch. And the bunnies live in the burrow houses. 
They're all placed together to form a huge village. And in the center of the village, something like the town square or the town circle, there's a beautiful star sitting on a pedestal that lights up the entire area. This is the star that lights our village. For as long as any of us can remember, it's been right here. The flying cat carpet slowly lowers you, Chunkers, Kitten, and of course Spaceship and Changer down to the ground. You all get off and you begin walking around the cat and bunny planet. There's a gentle and constant hum in the background, coming from the star, you think. But as you begin to explore, something happens. The hum suddenly cuts off, and everything is eerily silent. Huh, what's happening? Chunker says. Oh no, the star. The star's not lit up anymore. Look, everyone. You run over towards the star at the town center, and so do all of the other cats and bunnies. Oh no, this has never happened before, Chunker says. Don't worry, I'm sure we can figure it out. Um, how's this thing powered anyways, you ask? I have no idea. No one here knows. It's just always been. Now at nighttime, it's gonna be, it's gonna be dark. Don't worry, don't worry. I'm sure Spaceship and I can figure it out. Right, Spaceship? That is correct. I am programmed with the general knowledge of multiple different species. I suggest we trace the power to its source and see if we can figure out what's going on. Spaceship begins to glow and then it grows and grows and grows until it's a full-sized ship once again. The back hatch opens up and you invite Chunkers and Kitten to follow you aboard. The door closes behind you and you climb into the control seat. Alright spaceship, time to do the shrinking thing. Understood, spaceship says. Spaceship floats up in the air and begins to glow once again. And then the ship and all of its inhabitants begin to shrink. Smaller and smaller and smaller. And as you do, the bunny and cat village gets seemingly bigger and bigger and bigger around you until you're the size of a very small fly. You fly around the pedestal with the giant star on top of it and you look for an opening. Right at the base of the star, you see that there's a little space you can probably fit inside. You carefully fly the ship into the space and you follow a little wire down and through the ground. The wire takes you through a long series of tunnels that lead you deeper and deeper underground. Where is this thing going, you wonder? Soon, the tunnel opens up into a huge cavern filled with none other than lava. At the base of the cavern and attached to the wires is a little mechanical device. I believe this is a geothermal device, a device that uses the heat from the lava to produce power, Spaceship explains. It looks to be very old. I will do my best to repair it. Spaceship lands on a little chunk of ground beside the giant mechanical device. Don't forget, if you want to explore, it is incredibly hot. I recommend spacesuits. A little drawer pops open with a couple extra watches. <laughs> right, you say. You grab two of the watches and you give one to Chunkers and one to Kitten. Uh, press the button on them like this, you say. You press the button and a spacesuit instantly folds out around your entire body. A spacesuit that can protect you from just about anything, including this extreme heat. 
Chunkers and Kitten do the same thing, and their spacesuits fold to their unique body sizes and shapes. Together, you head out the back hatch of the spaceship. At the same time, Spaceship sends out a little fleet of robots to work on the geothermal machine. You think about flying and you instantly float up in the air, as if the spacesuit can sense your every intention. How did you do that? Chunker says, looking up at you in amazement. Oh, with these suits on, you just have to think about flying and you kind of do. Just try it. Imagine yourself floating up in the air, becoming, I don't know, weightless, you say. Chunkers tries it first, and slowly the little jets on the bottom of his feet fire up, and Chunkers is floating in the air. Kitten does the same thing, and before too long the two of them seem to get the hang of it. Together you decide to explore the little area. It turns out there's a whole series of tunnels leading in every different direction, each one filled entirely with lava. You spend some time exploring the cavern and flying over the huge tunnels of lava before you hear Spaceship in your helmet. I believe I have fixed the problem, Spaceship says. You fly back to the main cavern Welcome back. Would you like me to activate the geothermal device? Spaceship asks. Uh, yeah, go ahead, you say. Suddenly, you see the device word life once again. It lights up with all kinds of little blinking lights, and a tube that's stuck into the lava begins to suck lava through it once again. Next, you see the wires that lead up towards the star in the village light up with blue electricity. I think you did it, Spaceship. Good job. Thank you, Spaceship says. It was a simple fix. The mechanism had seized up from lack of maintenance, Spaceship says. It should be good for a long while. Oh, good. You, Chunkers, and Kitten fly back into the ship, landing gently on the ground. You press the button on your watch again, causing your spacesuit to fold back into itself. You jump in the command seat and hit a series of buttons that causes spaceship to shrink once again, getting as small as a little fly before flying up past the little cord, into the pedestal, and out the little space just below the star once again. As soon as you do, spaceship grows and grows and grows back to its full size. You can see that all the bunnies and kittens from the village have gathered round. As the back hatch opens up, and you, Chunkers, and Kitten walk outside, the entire village claps for you and cheers. They're all pretty excited that you made this star come back to life. Uh, no problem, guys. Uh, all in a day's work, you say. Chunkers calls the little magic carpet back, or the, well, the kitten carpet anyways. You climb back atop its soft fur and the carpet floats up gently into the air. Once again, you fly high above the kitten and rabbit planet, over top of the pink and black forests, the pink meadows, the beautiful crystal lake, until you eventually come to the portal once again. The carpet lands gently beside the portal, and Spaceship turns the thing on lighting it up a bright blue color once again. You wave goodbye to Chunkers and Kitten, and you jump inside. Soon you're floating through the center of a long wormhole, moving left, right, up, and down until you finally pop out the other side, 
finding yourself back inside the shed in front of your home. You open up the door to the shed, turn off the portal, and head back inside. You go directly to your bedroom, and it's been another long day. And once again, you climb back into your comfortable bed. You turn off the lights and pull the covers up over top of yourself. As soon as your head hits the pillow, your eyes become heavy, so you just let them close, allowing yourself to sink down into the mattress. You focus on your breath, and with each breath, you slowly relax a different part of your body, your arms, your legs, your head face, just letting yourself sink down deeper into the mattress and allowing your mind to drift off to dreams of new adventures and new things to come. Good night, everyone.